throwing down my door, dog dick, do boop. <laughs> I'm Loopy, baby. Oh. Pleased to meet you. My name is Loopy, and I make the best chili. It's Loopy Fiasco over here. Loopy Let's... Fiasco, Fiasco's chili. <laughs> Should we get into it? Should Pleased to it? meet you. My name's Loopy. Take a big bite of my chili bowl. <laughs> the bowl's bread, folks. You can eat it at Loopy's Chili. <laughs> The bowl's made of soup. Soup bowl. The bowl is actually a totally different soup underneath the original soup. It's splattered all over the place. It's old soup that got hard in the sun. <laughs> uh, Loopy's sun-baked chili bowl. <laughs> Take a bowl to go. Yeah, microwave it. But make sure you put it uh, that in a real bowl, because the bowl melts in the microwave. The bowl melts in the microwave. Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. The itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense Educational Fund as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 45, and we have played 127 of the 1,365 playable games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, uh, listeners, thanks for thanks for hopping hopping on the bus. Thanks for hopping on the uh, the the big boy bus this week, uh, yeah. going downtown yeah, yeah, yeah. to to work, not to school. You're not on the school bus. You're on the work bus. So, um, Camille is. Uh, there's a big trunk of clothes in our living in our in our bedroom right now because on Sunday she will be gone from Los Angeles for four and a half months. Alex, oh my god, it's too long, Eric. And um, so I started watching Star Trek: The Next Generation, and um, I think that that's how I'm going to occupy uh, my time and try to to stave off the just immense sadness that i'm anticipating yeah i got nothing to say dude it freaking sucks <laughs> no spin no spin on this one for you my my guy camille's great and i will miss mr terribly i can't imagine how you're gonna feel yeah yeah you you seem like you're really gonna miss her yeah it's gonna be bad well i mean she makes katie so happy my wife our oh. wives are, are are good friends it it would be great if like we actually like didn't know each other and we were introduced by our by our freaking wives <laughs> instead of the other way around we're like two kept men it's uh, like... he likes podcasts oh i like podcasts <laughs> fine i guess we'll do a podcast with him he likes video alex Eric actually really likes video games. You guys should talk about podcasts and video games and maybe something else. Oh uh, God. It's going to, I'm going to like go to your apartment. I think a lot. Is that okay? I'd lo- I would love that. I also okay. would love to go over to your apartment. Mm, it's going to be kind of, it's going to be disgusting. That's what I want to, I want to live in that though. You know <laughs> it's what I mean? It's not smell good. <laughs> Do you think you want to come here to remember like the good times and like feeling <laughs> yeah. nice being in a relationship? Yeah. 
I'm gonna like rip all the paintings down from the wall in some sort of. You know what? That's okay because we don't have a lot of paintings up on the wall. It's not a thing we're good at doing. (laughs) Oh, let's get into this episode. It's a good one. It's a great one. You know what? You know, uh, yeah, I, uh, it's a fantastic one. Uh, Ali Abid is our guest. Um, he is a, a friend of mine from Chicago make that go i'm gonna take that part out of the part (laughs) (laughs) listeners i just screamed something on here uh that i had to edit out because in it was true but completely wrong in the context of the moment you know i don't even do that don't even say that what's your what what do you call like a group of folks who like play games online together like a squad a squad okay he's part of your squad or guild or something like that but yeah. didn't don't don't people say like oh it's like your clan you know that's no, like i don't know it's a word i try to avoid i mean the screaming that a guest of ours is a clan member is completely inappropriate and i do apologize profusely Jesus wasn't it Christ. wasn't a good look and oh it's not God. true uh... <laughs> Ali Abid is our guest this week. He's a good friend of mine uh, from Chicago. He's an incredible dude. He, uh, uh, he'll he introduce himself, um, but uh, we've been playing a bunch of games together. He's part of my squad. We play, uh, we play a lot of Apex Legends together lately. Um, uh, great dude. Super fun. Uh, super fun episode you can call groups of folks online clans just so you know stop doing that stop anyways this is a great episode uh the cause this week is the chicago community uh bond fund uh this is actually uh ali as you find out he's he has worked he worked in the ngo world for a little bit so he knows a little bit about uh, organizations and he gave us this description, which is, I think, the first time a guest has done this, although some guests have had wonderful personal relationships with the causes. Uh, they were the first bail fund in Chicago, started from an actual uh, pooling together of funds by different families and activists for their own arrested loved ones. And what I like about them in particular is that they specifically try to bail out people who are at least likely to be helped by other programming and resources. So people charged with criminal histories or a particular risk in the jail, like trans women and those with a history of sex work. They're also great advocates who led a coalition of other partners and successfully got passed a bill that is about to make Illinois the first state in the country to abolish monetary bond effective January 1st, 2023. So no more having uh, wealth determine your freedom. Uh, And then full disclosure on him, he used to be on their advisory board years ago uh, before he got a lame government job. Uh, we've donated to them. If you donate and send proof to bundle buddies podcast at gmail.com, we'll shout you out on the show. It's a fantastic one. Ali is fantastic. That's very fun. I have a I have a good time. <laughs> I'll see you on the other side. Let's catch you then. You're familiar with our specific brand of bullshit. Oh, I, I oh yeah, I could even introduce the podcast. Uh, you're oh. listening to Bundle Buddies with Eric and Alex Bundle. Uh, <laughs> I am a bundle cousin. My name is Ali. Wait, Alex Bundle. <laughs> that, that, I got it right. You nailed it. Nailed it. Eric <laughs> and Alex. Eric and Alex Bundle, the Bundle Brothers. 
let's get into it. Yeah. Our guest this week is Ali Abid. Ali is a good pal. Uh, Ali, you would you like to introduce yourself? Who are you? What do you do? What are you about? Okay. Uh, my name is Ali Abid. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I am a lawyer. Am I the first lawyer guest? That's a very good question, I, and I'll have to consult our legal expert. Yeah, you don't want to make slander if you get it wrong. Actually, would uh, you be our lawyer? Can we consult you? Sure. I mean, I'm also the I'm also Mario's lawyer. So, oh like, wow, conflict of interest because we yeah, are going like, after Mario hard. Yeah, there's a lot of slip and fall cases in the Mushroom Kingdom that I have to like. I have to keep explaining Super why the holes aren't uh, are ADA compliant. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you no one's hitting the bottom. There's no impact. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm 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 a I'm a civil rights attorney in Chicago, and uh, so I got my uh, nonprofit start doing sort of like court watchdog stuff, uh, mm. uh, seeking out and and uh, putting judges into basically like calling judge cops to on judges who were uh, uh, violating people's rights in terms of sentencing or uh, you know like seeming violations based on like racial discrimination and stuff like that so uh, we were hunting out bad judges uh, in my I, last nonprofit. goddamn and, hero yeah i mean it doesn't work <laughs> i mean like, I mean, like in, in 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 like the like the worst like, like case the thing that i was like, following and working on for like uh six years i worked in that uh nonprofit. it was like my 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 thing of like three years and then like nothing happened and like mm -hmm. the reports i filed so that like last year that judge finally like left the bench and it was because of an election it wasn't even because of like like the systems of like oversight working it was because like all yeah yeah so well i mean i now i i work for the government i work for mm. work for cook county government in an agency that's aimed towards pushing progressive legislation to bring down the jail population right and and like it make it less racially disparate so i basically have like uh, it, it's a nice <laughs> it's like a very narrow job of like oh i get to be in government, nice government employment, but also like I'm basically doing nonprofit work. So I get to work with like a lot of like uh, racial justice and court reform advocates. And we all just work together on like pushing legislation that would be to, useful wow. to just that's get amazing. like a ton more white people in jail. Right. Like that's the yeah. And it's the only way. So here's what we made the deal with the cops. They say, <laughs> They're not going to arrest, arrest fewer black people. That was like a non-starter. I don't know. <laughs> so it was like, well, okay, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> get these guys. I know these two bundle buddies. Let's get them out there. One way to address uh, disparity is to create parody. So there, there we go. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Ali's cool. Ali and I have known each other for a long time. And I, I would say that we've been friends for a while. But like over the past year and a half have become like good friends better friends <laughs> better friends. i think so i mean i think the amount of time we've actually spent in each other's company has uh it was one percent before this last year <laughs> <laughs> despite knowing each other for i think like 15 years i saw i, no I saw ali a bit do uh do louder than a bomb which was chicago public schools slam poetry. Uh, slam poetry competition and so that was yeah. uh yeah what 17 years ago 2004 
Yeah. And were you yeah. like his slam poetry was so powerful I gotta know this guy kind of a thing? Yes. And I'll <laughs> I'll say no more than that. I'll say yes and, and we can move on. <laughs> Because we yeah, there's a lot of regrettable slam poetry, but uh, I will say no way. It's uh, going to be the new feature. It's the slam poetry corner on Bundle Buddies. That's okay. For a, a bundle and slam poetry podcast from now on. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, but this is like an origin story that I wasn't like really present for because I was like on stage. So I think <laughs> like, I, I don't remember that as being the first time you and I like met. Right? I yeah. Like Ali doesn't. Ali's not like I remember this one guy in the crowd. <laughs> I could we connected while I was on stage. Yeah, was, yeah, I was saying it just to him. <laughs> when I say injustice, I'm talking about us in justice. Mm-hmm. Let's take out un and put us justice. You basically no. nailed it, Alex. You got it. Um, I love I love slam poetry. Let's uh, let's go back, Ali. Let's talk about video games. Sure. Where? What? What's like an early early video game memory? Uh, okay, so I I know I was in the room with uh, uh, an Atari system okay. when I was like a baby. Uh-huh. I know from picture evidence that I was like crawling around and there was an Atari somewhere also on the carpet uh-huh. in like these old photographs. I have no memory of that. Uh, there was a Nintendo, classic Nintendo. My most most of my actual memories of that are like the lovely feeling of the twang of the shooting gun. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. like it had a resonance. Mm-hmm. The click like, there like was those, really great. Some yeah. good spring yeah. in there, yeah. yeah, yeah, Like the old like spring keyboard type things. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it had one of those. And I also remember standing on a neighbor's power pad, like the Nintendo power pad, which yeah. is like, oh, you know, wow. like the, the, the mat with the 12 pressure sensors. And like, I remember that being a thing someone has, but these are all just like ancient memories. I don't feel like they were like as formative as like, uh, I feel like my, my journey was like super Nintendo, mm-hmm. but like the initial four games we got for it before my parents decided like whatever, moment they were in where they would like interested in getting a, a game console ran out so it was like these are the four games you will have for this console forever and like you better invest them with love and, and like they were a, a good set I had, I had donkey kong country oh, which oh, was like incredible game yeah uh beautiful even compared to like other super nintendo games mm-hmm. just like being the different animals, riding on the different animals, the swordfish, the ostrich, the oh, rhinoceros. The rhinoceros. Like, that rhinoceros really fucking kicked ass. <laughs> you felt unstoppable on top of that rhino. <laughs> That's actually, that'd be a great BuzzFeed quiz. Which uh, Donkey Kong vehicle <laughs> animal are you? Mm-hmm. I think you'd be the rhinoceros, Eric. Thank you, Alex. I think you'd be this, yeah. this, the ostrich. And that leaves Ali would be the swordfish. <laughs> I would be the swordfish or the frog. There was like a frog. Oh, that frog the was frog cool. Was cool yeah. You know, really, I, really long legs. So I, I want to get to the other three games that you, you've played, but Donkey Kong Country has come up now like a few times a lot, on the yeah. podcast. And I think it's like, it's not a game that like, you know, is kind of like put into the, the panoply of like, of like, early great mm-hmm. games or whatever like you know like Ma- like mario or whatever but like it it's influenced so many people i think and it was so beautiful was... and everybody remembers just like how gorgeous that game was and and yeah. especially since like 
the platformer platformers had become so ubiquitous uh up until that point and that game was like a it was super fun to like get launched in those mm-hmm. barrels and b it was yeah. just like gorgeous and i, I it's i don't think yeah, it gets the lighting cool. effects oh. in that mm-hmm. when you were underground and you're like the different lamps and the harsh light and going in and out of the light oh, the yeah. minecart levels the minecart, yeah and and the different uh, sort of like environment environments like their snow levels were the mm-hmm. prettiest their their water levels had the best music it was just like it was just like it was just hitting everything yeah like wow yeah it's like it was like the if the beatles made a platform <laughs> It's interesting it just to like, think about it too. Like, so it was also it was uh, it had a degree of difficulty. You know, there's so many games now that you play that are just like fuck you hard because that's what people want from them. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more. Or it's like, oh, it's not that this is hard. It's just that you have to figure out what to do. And once you figure out what to do, it's actually very easy. But something like that that really nails sort of the old c- platforming curve of like it's difficult, but just about anyone can beat this if you put in the time and figure it out, you know? Yeah. And like really try. Yeah. Like that's so hard to do, and they nailed that. That sort of yeah. difficulty progression. And it was it was that perfect thing of like you're just gonna play the boss the first time and mm-hmm. and and lose but th- this is what this boss does these are the three stages it goes through also the bosses were a little bit funny yeah they were like yeah. you know There's there was that, like a little bit of humor to their presentation that big what was, was it like a groundhog or something and you landed on it and you went go eh, eh. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> here's a here's a question <laughs> i have because one of the things in those games that is <laughs> so weird is like you know, there is still a little bit of that like '90s boardroom, like I don't know what fucking kids like a surfboarding donkey. Co- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's still some of that going on. Do you think they did? Like, like why? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, it's a they- cool game. There's cool stuff going on. There's all this stuff, but they're like, freaking, he's got a bandana. Is that cool? I don't know. The little ones got to be the bark. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. We got to throw a tie on donkey. Con. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and you know like uh, like this is what the kids like. There's still a little bit of that, and it doesn't feel like just interesting design choices. It feels like there were like suits who made the call, of, like we gotta have this element of the game. You know what I mean? It's not just like people following their whims and creatively creating something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I just hope that there was like somebody there who was like, I, I can Diddy Kong be into Prodigy? <laughs> no, like pitching that okay this is just just like pre-smack my bitch up <laughs> and then that comes out and they're like wow we really dodged a bullet by not having Diddy Kong Diddy Kong really Diddy. into prodigy uh what were your okay so donkey Kong country what what yeah what else uh the the other ones were like the fighting game i had was killer instinct oh, at super mario oh, world baby. yeah we and, haven't really talked I, about yeah. kill okay super mario world also you know incredible yeah. like truly incredible. wonderful no one needs to talk about that again. <laughs> yeah. it's been it's been talked about although i don't feel like it gets the kind of respect that like a lot of the other marios get especially like the 3d marios we've kind of forgotten about the 2d ones these days I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, well, I feel like the one in that era that was like the last of the games I had was was, was Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. And Yoshi's Island, yeah. it, that definitely gets a lot of accolades. And it was just, it had a, a beautiful art. The whole mechanism was great. And I, I had Super Mario All-Stars as well. Mm. And I feel like if I had to play Super Mario 3, which I had, mm. and Super Mario World, Super Mario 3 still felt like 
a richer experience despite, despite being ported over from an, uh, an earlier console. Super Mario All-Stars in Super Mario 3 has the first Smash Bros, which is like they took the... the Because uh, like oh, yeah. in that game, yes. like in the original Nintendo version, if like Luigi crossed over onto Mario you could like press a real quick and fight for basically your turn in the game. Right. Like they mm-hmm. hadn't figured out how to do two player yet, but um, the, the smash bros in the super Mario all-stars is like a legitimately fun, like PVP uh, yeah. game head to head. that I've like sunk hours and hours into that, that. That was the one with the younger sibling, with my little sister. That's the the thing that I think we probably logged the most hours on. And that POW block. Oh, yes. <laughs> that inverts everything. That's like an artifact in my sort of like uh, vocabulary of like mechanisms in the world. <laughs> that's like not in the actual world, but the POW block is very fundamental to like m- me as an organism understanding how Earth works. Like there's a POW, there are POW blocks. <laughs> this is how like... As a civil rights <laughs> attorney, you just want to hit that POW block and, and yeah, time it's that just like, turtle yeah. shell perfectly and knock that judge <laughs> right out of his seat. Yeah, exactly. If I was like a, a, a revolutionary leader, <laughs> if, if my, my, my Vladimir Lenin speeches, the, the metaphor <laughs> upon which we would flip the world upside down is we would hit the power block. (laughs) That's incredible. So the slam poetry we're talking about is like, when I say the power block, I'm talking about injustice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're being very generous about, (laughs) about the slam poetry. I wait. Oh yeah. Killer Instinct, though that game. Oh my god! Like classic. That's end of the end of the console cycle. That's like you know next, like in the next six months, I think um, the N sixty four launches. So yeah. that's just like really, you know, it's funny. The Donkey Kong Country came out in ninety four because that was two years before the N sixty four. I'm pretty sure. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the, but like, and the graphics are amazing. And then Killer Instinct comes out, and that's like right before in the graphics and that for the era were very very cool and mm-hmm. visceral like that's like a visceral oh, yeah. game yeah. like you could be a velociraptor like, <laughs> yeah like... riptor was a very frightening and the the skeletor guy i think it couldn't have been called skeletor but it was something like that <laughs> uh, like just the things they would do to the, oh, the yeah. you know the the you know like the the only sort of conventionally attractive male character who I would invariably choose because of the shallow eight year old whatever <laughs> uh, like the things that Velociraptor would do to me was was very terrifying. <laughs> it's that's also a game that like I remember playing in an arcade in a hotel room, like you know going on a family vacation and staying in a hotel room, and seeing Killer Instinct there and being like, oh. Yes. And then you would learn like, you know, it's like hold down and like try to trip them up, right? Like down and kick, yeah, down, right. kick, down, kick. Ugh. But yeah, that game is whew, rough. Who is yeah. your uh, who is your character? Me? Uh it w- I mean, but it's for the for the for the for the uh for the table. Hmm. Yeah, for the table. Uh well here, let's get let's 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 get the bundle buddy out there first. No, so mine was the Velociraptor. I was I was like Oh, you were Riptor. I was I yeah. was you know Jurassic <laughs> I was into Jurassic Park. That was Eric, could you play Eric, please? Could you call him Riptor by his name? <laughs> I was Riptor. Thank you so much. Not the Velociraptor. We're trying to be more correct. Wait, is, is Riptor also the name of the T Rex they're into in Rugrats? Yeah, I think that, that's Riptar. I, that's Riptar or Reptar. Okay. 
That's Raptor. Okay. So Riptor is the cool word Rip, which is sort of aggressive. And then Tor. I think we might be dealing with some more boardroom. Yeah, this is the uh, same suit. <laughs> same, the same guy from Donkey Kong Country. He's like, hey, man, I did the backwards hat on Diddy Kong. You're going to want me for yeah. the names and killer Riptor, instinct. Can Riptor be into gravity kills? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what about you? What was your What was your basic instinct? fighter base basic instinct oh, God, yeah. <laughs> i play i like the sharon stone she'd uh kill him with her long legs uh i played a sit i played cinder the guy on fire mm, yeah because he had the he had the forward um flame move that you could like structure a lot of combos on which i really liked yeah, I I think my mine I me- I mentioned like Jago the regular regular dude earlier uh-huh. as being an often one. I think I I I was actually super also into Glacius the glacier guy because right. I really wanted to master like where you sort of like because there was a while you could you could turn into a puddle and sort of mm-hmm. re move around and do the great uppercuts that he had. Uh, and I really like those, and you can stay down there for a while too to figure it out. Uh, like in puddle form um <laughs> and then orchid i liked she was the one who had like the the sort of like batons yeah uh, she was really fun to play with and it was really easy to do one of her specials where she turns into like she morphs into uh like a like a jungle cat yeah and runs across a screen mm-hmm. um so that was a it was an easy to unlock and like and like i had it was all button mashing I, I wasn't very good at like figuring out a lot of stuff but that was like mm-hmm. this basic sorry i keep saying basic instinct <laughs> does killer instinct have a like like is there a reason why any of these people are fighting or is it just sort of like i who like they threw out any sort of like mythology or anything out the window. It, 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 I mean, there was. That's text. a really good question. <clears throat> there was, <laughs> there was text somewhere. I remember reading it. Some. I mean, it boils down to some sort of tournament. Uh, the, I also liked Mohawk, which who was like, uh, you know, like uh, some sketch of, uh, of of a Native American. Oh boy, yeah, uh, cool. uh, yeah, uh, uh, with with axes, and he just had very fast combos that you could get. Um, which I enjoyed. I would love yeah, that was the first game I ever played with combos. I, I'm pretty sure. Like Street Fighter mm-hmm. didn't have them. Um, at least the Street Fighter Two Turbo, the one that I played the most of. That was the first game where I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." I wasn't very good at them. Yeah, it was a very satisfying uh, announcing of the combos, the different ones, and if you had Ultra and it would win on an Ultra, it would just echo. It would just say, Ultra, <laughs> Ultra, 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 in that really wonderful way. Uh, yeah. So where'd you go? Where'd you go from Super Nintendo? Or is that kind of just like it for like early video game stuff? It, that, that was basically it. And then there's a long stretch of time where I, I was on PC and, and like I and like the PC stuff might actually be more relevant to sort of like the games we'll be reviewing later, just because like, you know, like I had a PC for a while before I had the Internet because it's just like the kids should have a PC. And so mm-hmm. like I had this like when I played computer, it was just this like endless, like little bits of different things that weren't even always games. So it's like, I'm going to sort of inductively figure out what Minesweeper's rules oh, are. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> like, and then I'm going to like play Microsoft Paint for a while. And then I'm going to pop in, I feel classy now. So I'm going to pop in the Microsoft Encarta CD. <laughs> And like, you know, just tool around and, and play some like, or like these like educational CDs that came with like, you know, Deep Sea Adventure, mm. like oh, yeah. Dino Adventure. And they're like, I think the one game that actually came with it was like Mega Race. 
I don't know. I'm oh, just naming a bunch of stuff to see if anything hits. You're speaking my fucking language. I can't believe we've never talked about Mega Race on this podcast, but I played the shit out of some Mega Race. That yeah. game's fucking hard. It's hard and it's good and it's it's, it's a what racing it? yeah. game. There's some boosts. Uh, it's it's a racing game. You're in sort of like a standard stock cars, but in a science fictiony setting. Cool. Um, there's uh, uh like an uh like an older dude who's some cross between christopher lloyd and steve buscemi's eyes who would sort of like be the hype man and sort of teasing you in between the matches and his audio was always garbled for me so i never knew what he was saying because my my they got they got it on youtube now you can go back and check it out the guy is just having an absolute it's like tim curry in uh, command and conquer he's having an absolute blast he's like hey you died nice try but no cigar <laughs> yeah the um he's wearing like a weird like future suit also like a uh, weird li- everything just like fits a little off and the, yeah. the tie is like has zigzags on it or something <laughs> like that um but the premise of mega race i'm pretty sure is that you are uh it's either you're competing to escape from jail against other like racers or you're like com- competing in some kind of futuristic game show where you know you're trying to like become the boss of the mega race or something like that to to become like the king or something like yeah you know? I I think it might be somewhere in between those things I think it might be both those things <laughs> yeah it could be both that's, in the that's same a natural pairing uh, but oh man so like it was a lot of time playing these like games a little bit but totally being alone because I had no community I was like you know mm. it's just like like kids at school were like I was in a school where everybody else had the Sega Genesis for some reason and mm. so they were cool because the branding of Sega was just like oh man I, I can't like <laughs> if I came home from a friend's place and I was playing Sega Genesis I had to like you know make sure like my, my parents don't see it in my eyes that I can like, like somehow corrupted yeah. by an evil. Like, you have to go lie in, a, lie in a bath for a while and just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like when my, my, my friends were playing a, a Michael Jackson theme. Yeah. Just like, just like, uh, you gotta like put eye drops it. in your eyes. You gotta like open up yeah. the window. Yeah. A, a breath mint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, I was just alone. I I had uh, some uh, floppy disk games, like the Hugo Mysteries. Oh, I don't know right. if you guys these DOS-based mysteries. Anyway, oh. It's just, like, just a lot of stuff that I was playing. And then when I finally got on the internet, it was just, like, all demos all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. it was just playable demos. What, what can I play? Like, you know, you guys talk about Tony Hawk Pro Skater a bunch oh, yeah. in here but yeah. like those demos lasted me i, I lived <laughs> off of um, yeah i mean tony hawk you could just play the first level of tony hawk and like play it for a long time and get a lot out of it still right like well, yeah because it's a skill development thing yeah. i can there's not like a trick I, that wasn't available to me to do yeah. in the playable demo um also that first level yeah. is is pretty great pretty mind-bending yeah. like ah god what a fun game like Tony Hawk ruled. <laughs> I know we it's, have. To... It's so funny that they haven't been able to like figure it out for now. You know what I mean? It's like they just yeah they keep on fucking it up. Apparently, yeah. Well, Skate Three uh, was pretty fun. It had some decent mm-hmm. mechanics, and it kind of I think like kind of what happened with the Tony Hawk stuff is like they kept they got they started you know, and it was already very like cartoony, and then everything just got like bigger and you could get higher and do more flips and it was like at some point that got away from like the feel of like what you really wanted to create was the feel that like these uncoordinated you know 12 year olds could like 
do a kickflip right and mm. and then like it you know it got it became like cartoonishly like you could kick up into outer space right and uh skate yeah. three I, I think like returned to that feeling a little bit more even though it was like you can do crazy stuff in it but like it's a little bit more the 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 gravity is a little bit more controlled in some ways but yeah I, it's also mm -hmm. not really part of the like kids don't like skateboards anymore uh, uh right, I'll, I'll i'll rattle off a few sort of things see what see what hits okay. all right. Please. <laughs> hit, hit all us right. with it all right uh roller coaster tycoon Ooh. okay a classic uh, yeah uh roller coaster tycoon starcraft civilization sure. games three and then four uh and then uh a big one for me was star wars episode one pod racer oh yeah uh, so like these were these were all some other ones so <laughs> whichever way you want to dive in star I wars episode one pod racer is i think hasn't had its moment in the sun again that game was awesome it was <laughs> that, so it was fast. It moved like by the, you know, as you got towards the end of that game, it got so hard because everyone was just moving so quickly. And there was such, so like such a small margin for error in that. Mm -hmm. I pretty much it only remember playing it in a blockbuster, right? Like when they set up like the consoles with like inside of like a box that's like super locked up and like one controller mm -hmm. that like, you know, doesn't have a button or like you go in and you're like, oh, I want to play it. Like, pod racer and there's just like one kid who just like it has been there for 20 minutes and is going to be there for 20 more minutes and you're like Aah! and then and then <laughs> when you get your turn you become that kid. yeah exactly. it's just the, the rotation of oh like no annoying it was always i feel like it was always like i would get on and then my mom would be like let's go have you picked anything out and be like oh yeah i just want this candy i guess yeah <laughs> I just um, want this sublime CD. Yeah. Can you guys think of it like this is an interesting just sort of mm -hmm. question uh in general, but like what are some good games made as part of like movies? You know, like a movie based because like, like off of get, movies or well pod, yeah. episode one pod racer is a very good video game that was made as part of like the hype cycle yeah. from for, episode... for Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like and... is there anything else like that? Is that the best? Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, it was certainly a, like the only racing game aside from like my obligatory time with Mega Race uh, that like <laughs> I've, I, I've actually like I've, I've never been that interested in racing games ever since. But like Pod Racer yeah. and the ability to like upgrade like that's the thing. Like what is the you know, I feel like like what is the thing that hooks you about the game? Like the fact that I could upgrade my Pod Racer, not just get other racers but like work on my own to get the stats exactly where i wanted them mm -hmm. to be was huge and the fact that there was like a different uh like at least in the pc implementation you could get cheap garbage parts like from auto's junkyard uh -huh. or if you'd buy them new like from auto and like there was some sort of difference there was like just a level of interest i had for like <laughs> oh there's a reason i'm playing these races i'm not just wasting my time because i had like that sort of like video game guilt complex uh -huh. just, like, <laughs> i am like at the end of the day i'm gonna have a good pod race and so like somehow you know this is gonna pay me dividends but like uh, that was great, but I feel like Star. If you count the Star Wars universe of games, it's true. Those are the there's best ones, like yeah. Knights of the Old Republic is mm -hmm. one of the, my, my my favorite games of all time. And a game I have never played. I don't even know oh. anything about it. Oh, you, I, I know. I know you're supposed. I know I'm supposed to. I've also never yeah. played it. Is it is it a PC game or is the? It's a. It, it may have been on something else. I I knew it as a PC game. Uh, I 
And, you know, it, it won like a bunch of game of the years for, and like often on lists of like best RPGs of all time. And like truly like probably the one I think is the most well-rounded to this day. Having played a few mm-hmm. like of the large scale ones, I've missed a couple large scale ones as well, because I know last year I tried to get into Skyrim finally. And I just, I, I don't know why, for some reason it just didn't hit. <laughs> uh, last year you got into it? <laughs> well, he didn't last year I tried. Last year, I tried something about Skyrim. It, I don't know. It just wasn't just Rocket League is what it is. And it wasn't. I mean, that's the thing. There was a lot of like real new stuff that I was like <laughs> jumping into in the pandemic. And like this like earth tones of Skyrim. And like Skyrim didn't explain to me early on why I should care about being a dragonborn. It's like, <laughs> you, you should care about this game. You might be a dragonborn. And like everything's muddy gray. I don't like these. these I've played quests. I, I like come on yeah. get to it and everybody's like haven't you encountered a dragon i haven't i, I don't know why it didn't strike me as good and, and, no i that. think i think that's totally yeah. valid and that's actually a funny way to frame it like the central conceit of skyrim is probably my least the thing i'm least interested in about you know what i mean like i really don't give no. a shit about i i did finish the central quest and stuff like that in there but i just got so into the idea of exploring and like wandering around and being in an immersive world and like finding these things and completing quests and just doing all this random bullshit, you know? Uh, and I got really into the lore of everything, which was, uh, yeah, bad, which was too bad. I, I go ahead, Eric. Well, I was going to, I was actually, uh, going to move us, move us on. But if you have a final thought about uh, Skyrim, well, all I was going to say was like, just to contrast it, with Breath of the Wild, which is interesting because like Breath of the Wild also, people don't talk about this, is horrible writing. <laughs> like it's just like it's a wonderful game. And it's amazing how great the game is that I hear I've I think I've heard a hundred people talk about Breath of the Wild and no one mentions mm-hmm. that like uh every single thing that Zelda says or or Link is witness to the yeah. people saying in in the cutscenes is just a labor of just like oh, come on, <laughs> this is so tedious. Yeah, uh, it, like it, it, it just it, it fucking sucks. It's it's uh, there's that really is no so funny to me as somebody who's never played the game and only heard good things about it. It's so funny to me to like finally Eric, hear something I, bad I, about it. I could really yeah. tell you that, that that does not impact how good the game is at all. <laughs> no, it's again, it's like a tiny percentage of the time mm-hmm. you'll spend in the game is like listening to people talk. <laughs> like, but Thank, like you, thankfully. You go, yeah, but like you go to the town of Garuda, which is like the ladies' town, and they're all just like, uh, like like we don't like men here. We like to do our own thing. And they're all every single NPC in the in the town you talk to is like, I'm looking for a husband. Look at you. Look at this Link guy. He's such a man. It's like, oh god, uh, it is awful, awful. But it's like that game. I could not put it down. Like the yeah. gameplay truly is uh, incredible enough that I, as a person who's like really. Like I get turned off really quick for bad writing. Mm-hmm. The fact that Breath of the Wild was able to hold me is like, okay, that's great. Do you, I don't know why Skyrim didn't do the same thing. Do you have a, a, a favorite game of all time? Um, you know what? I'm going to go super recent. I think it might be Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, really well-rounded and, uh, 
you know, it, it, it's like one of those things where like playing within the art styles playing with, it was able to like do all of it. Like, you know, this is like the best version of this I could imagine. The music's great. Uh, and the different sort of like paths to sort of like self-actualization in those, in, in that game is nice. But in the rails enough, like you want to build this community center. I don't know if you played the Stardew Valley much, but like. I know Alex. Uh, I've seen, I've watched Alex yeah. playing it. And I was like, what is this? And then um, in the bundle is a game called Verdant Skies. And I think I played like, I like mm. sat down with it on a Thursday and then like looked up and it was Friday and I'd clocked like 40 hours of the game. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and you got to imagine, Eric, that Stardew Valley is like a much better, more effective version of that, you know, like in yeah. just about every way. Well, I, is it as queer? No, it's less queer. My, it's actually, less, not it's not. It's, uh, oh, uh, well, I mean, not, that's not true. Actually, it's less blatantly queer, but you can be as queer as you want to be in it. Yeah, that's true. You can marry anyone. You can date anyone. Um, that's uh, so funny. Across, I, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, it's queer. Yeah, yeah nice and also, try, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I well, Vernon Skies was like, you know, people would show up and be like, I'm an art dealer who's like poly and trans, right? And it's yeah, like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm a pansexual yeah. mechanic they who like, has yeah. disabilities. <laughs> they were really going yeah. for it. Yeah, nothing, nothing like that. Although Stardew Valley is like writing really introduces you to aspects of people's lives where you wouldn't expect. Just it's like it's one of those games like you know like everything's lovely and then like it meets some people at the over or at the bar and you're like okay who does this brown go to the Wikipedia look up what people like as gifts like oh this lady really likes beers I'm gonna give her a beer and like later like her daughter will be like please don't buy my mom beers she's really verbally abusive to me and when she's drunk. We're, like like we're and like and like okay i was just trying to get like gold level parsnips <laughs> now i'm like trying to help this whole town like, rid itself of a lot of trauma and like build this community center and it's just like like wow it's like it, it is so funny too because it, when you sort of like put it down for a while the guy it's one guy who made it and he like basically just dedicated like years of his life to doing it and now he's a millionaire and he can just sit around and keep on making it so if you if you put it if you put it down for like a year and you come back to it there will be tons of new content like to for you to do like it it, it really he's just keeps on working on it it keeps on evolving it that's cool that's fun okay folks we played three games this week the first game cube rampage by Cronbits, an 8-bit arcade experimental minimalist retro puzzle in cube rampage you shoot the cube to collect all the items in 30 levels of the games you have to avoid enemy spikes with all red all with the red color boxes will be able to break some death lasers to get access to pick on items there will be tricky shots i started to develop this game after a dream where i was playing this game and now after some prototypes i decided that it's worth a full game um and uh uh, clearly, uh, for Crumbits, English is uh, their second language, but there's a Twitter thread where they talk through the specific dream and then the entire process of prototyping and building it. So you can kind of go back and see this game get made. Um, yeah, this which is was an interesting two days. Game. Yeah, right. Over exactly. the course of two days, if I'm following these tweets correctly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's it's a little bit like... Um, did, did you ever play a Yahoo Pool? Uh, like the mm -hmm. top-down, it's got like that's kind of like the mechanic of like how you launch this ball or it's like mm -hmm. Yahoo pool meets, I don't know, jazz ball, mini golf. I like it's, it's sort of just in real time. You're kind of like knocking this cube yeah. around to like 
pickup. Yeah, with a stick that's on a like a circular, you know, swivel thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you, then you collect the various things. You your time. It counts the number of shots. Uh, there's only 30 levels, so you can play through it pretty quickly if you want to. Um, as a repetitive, like kind of twitchy game, I never really got that hang of it if that makes sense like i was never really having a ton of fun interacting with the system that was put in place um i made it probably about to like level 10 i thought it was like interesting but the process of being able to time out when you're hitting it to get a certain thing from a certain angle while you're being timed there's kind of all these flashy things going on it just never really felt that rewarding or satisfying to me i never really clicked into like this is fun I'm having fun kind of a thing. Um, but it does look very good. Like, and uh, I think like the way it kind of handles is interesting enough. Yeah. what do you think, Ali? Yeah. I, I can see having like a dream that introduces like a physical mechanic and like wanting to see that mechanic play out. But I feel like you, you kind of almost want either like an analog to something in reality or in previous games that's a variation because like, i found it very hard to be like okay this is sort of like this uh and it was and it was hard it was a hard yeah, game yeah, like yeah. It, it, the time limit is punishing and the reward like we you call them items these coins but they don't actually like uh they don't act like items in other games in which like i'm accru- you know like, yeah. accumulating them in any way aside from like this is what i need to do to get past and I wanted something more out of a victory to keep me hooked to keep going. Yeah. Like they give you stars. Of, yeah, I got so a lot like, of one stars. <laughs> it's like I thought I did okay. I'm like yeah. one star. Didn't do it fast enough. They must, which must have been related to time, right? Like how quickly you it, it's it's time, and then also number of shots. Number of I shots. Think. Uh, yeah, I took a lot of shots. <laughs> I was bouncing I mean, that thing unfortunately, all over the place. that's the way to do it. That's like to, in order to beat as many as possible, you got to kind of spam click it the whole way. But it's really important. My biggest complaint about the game, honestly, is that the direction for a game that uses verticality a lot. If this is not it's like up and down. There's gravity. There's all the physics engine is taking that into consideration. If you put something in the air, it'll fall. It starts at the default on the level. The stick is pointing down. So if mm-hmm. you aim, if the first thing you do is like try to click up and like get something, you'll actually hit it down into the ground, which to me is like, so every time I have to go back around to like the thing to like try to spike it in the air or something like that, it's just like it, it like literally the only direction I don't want to go is the one it's pointing. It doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense to me. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it was a real hassle, like, flip this mouse around to, like, keep going. And I, I like, I felt real agitated. And I think, like, honestly, agitation is, is a fine thing if I'm getting rewarded in a way that's, like, if there was, like, beautiful colors and sounds and something that contrasted when I happened. Like, I, I, there's something that can happen sort of, like, aesthetically in the game to keep me sort of, like, driving forward, you know. Especially like because I understand that like the the substance of the game is that the controls are hard, you know, like right. that's, that's what it's about. It's an arcade kind of experience, you know. This is difficult. Maybe if they had like a Mega Ray style plot where there was a character, you know, you're fighting for <laughs> control of a futuristic gang by playing the space game. Yeah, if I if this is my only way out of prison and <laughs> on to a game show, like I'll do anything. I am in. <laughs> Um, uh, why don't we go through last thoughts about this? Um, I think uh, I, this is like 
there's a level of polish on this that I wasn't necessarily expecting that I didn't enjoy, but the actual core mechanic, while it's fun to see someone try something new, uh, in terms of like, you know, I, I feel like it needs to be a little bit more fully baked to be like a more fun thing for me to like really recommend this to someone because I didn't have a lot of fun playing it, which with a game like this is really the point is that the 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 core repetitive thing has to be kind of fun. So I, I, I'm a pass on this one specifically for me uh, w- w- with all due respect. I did think it was there was a lot of elements that I really liked. Um, Eric, what do you think? Yeah, it's it's cool. I didn't use the we we didn't talk about the bullet time aspect of it, which I think is, and maybe I didn't I didn't even use that at and all. And we maybe probably should have been using it a little bit more because I right. I think that like the mechanic is sort of based on this like mini golf video game mechanic, right? Like the the you know direction and I guess you don't really get to control the trajectory of it. So it's kind of like okay, what if you have like mini golf but like you're smacking it in real time and and mm-hmm. yeah i agree that that's it like ended up being too difficult and it's too um in some ways unique of a mechanic that like we played a game recently where uh you know the 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 game creator uh was sort of like I, i'm interested in in uh expertise right and people being able to like develop expertise in it and and, and i agree with you guys that like the initial aspect of it needs to be a little bit more fun and a little bit more inviting before I'm going to try to invest in becoming an expert in this type of, in this type of game. So yeah, I'm also, I'm also a pass on this one, even though it's, it is, it is interesting. Um, Yeah. And I agree with you guys. Yeah. Give me a little bit more of a, like, (laughs) the year is 2049 and you are, I don't know, picking up orbs for a super core mm-hmm. in order to, yeah, I don't know. You can, you can give, yeah, you can you do a little have bit. have a pool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be an interesting, uh, you know, they, they, what they need is the Donkey Kong backwards hack guy to sort of ideate. Or somebody just being like, you're doing a really great job. This is really hard. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just like, okay. It's same everything, but it's a Butterfingers. Yeah. The stick is a Butterfingers. It has to be. You see, this is now we know why your talents are so wasted on reforming the legal system. You could be making no. fucking money in the private sector, baby. I'll leave. No, because actually, if, legitimately, if this was like the Butterfingers branded game, it would become such a cult. Like Butterfingers put out like a really hard game for some reason. Did you guys ever play the Xbox uh, Burger King video games that they had for a while? Oh. oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At a friend's place. Very wild. Ali, what are your your final thoughts on uh, on Q-Brand? It's a pass for all the reasons you guys mentioned. I I mean, I am hugely impressed by being able to, like, you know, it's seen following the Twitter through, like, in two days, he was able to do something that, like, resembled the dream he had and and is so kind of lush in terms of, like, its Mm -hmm. light levels. Like, aesthetically, it clashed for me and then, like, mechanically for the reasons you guys mentioned. But, like, it's kudos for, for... for that it's it's an incredible like first iteration of something i imagine yeah and the the seed of it is like very cool like were they to expand upon it and perhaps make it a futuristic game show where you're playing for your life (laughs) i think uh, we'd really have something here Mm -hmm. um okay cool uh next up is shutter stroll by janik boyson an atmospheric colorful cozy first person relaxing walking simulator built in unity take a stroll take a picture visit hundreds upon hundreds of generated islands share your photographs there is no goal take your time 
Um, I'm curious what you guys thought of this game. Uh, uh, I think Aaron. it was so it's it is it, it you know a walking simulator kind of at at its core. Um, with the aesthetic that's similar to a game that we played, the the Kingfisher game, Night F- Fisherman game, oh, the okay, one sure. that I yeah. said ripped off <laughs> Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think that like it looked so cool. I like really wanted to wander around in this place. What did you think, Ali? Uh, so it's so interesting because like when I first like booted it up and I saw like there's no purpose you know there's no mission yeah. uh initially my reaction was of revulsion yeah <laughs> like just at, not at the game itself but just like in terms of like I, I I I why would I put time into this I I should be you know like again uh this sort of thing this sort of like leftover thing which I don't even experience about like most video games I play but like just specifically of small scale video games that I deal to like why should I be doing this I should be you know, spending time in the video game equivalent of reading a novel, you know, like I should be playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and, you know, like stuff like that. Like, uh, so like I, I was like allergic to it at first. And then I like, I like, then I was like, okay, well, I'll take a picture. And then like little thing happened where like see local pictures. And I was like, oh, it's actually in a, in a folder on my computer. Did I did a, do a good job of taking a picture? I was like, I could, no, let me let me play around with this. And I got sort of proud of the pictures I was taking. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, I really like this depth of field thing where I can make something sort of like layer like a little further back in tack sharp and something a little bit, you know, like they're playing around like just like making pretty pictures. And I was like, oh, I'm making some really achingly beautiful things in this pointless <laughs> thing that like I I'm not even sure I enjoy. And it's just like uh, you know, like like and then two days later I went back to it. I was like, this was nice. <laughs> I, I, like yeah so i i I, good good reactions after initial real like weird yeah (laughs) visceral revolt yeah i mean i i've definitely in the you know in the past said things like why is this a game um and i think like the 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 big problem for me was my laptop just like couldn't handle a lot of it graphically yeah yeah um and so i think it's like you know, it, it, it is very uh, graphically in- intensive of a of a game. Um, but I like, you know, I, I today I was like really stressed and like I really wanted to play more of this game. Like, you know, I really mm. wanted to, to mm. just wander around in beautiful spaces and take beautiful pictures. What do you think, Alex? So I am probably the one who is the most hardwired to absolutely adore this game and to love it. Um, Because when I hear the description of it, I'm like, damn, this is my fucking shit. A hundred percent. But I think I've, I've maybe run up against the limitations of my interest for kind of games like this specifically. Oh, that's my computer. My computer can run this game like butter. There's no problem with it. Like I'm, I'm doing all kinds of things, but the, the color scheme is very cool. The aesthetic is very cool. The graphics are very cool. But I, I just really, the islands were very small, and with something like this, there's, there's nothing. There was not much to take photos of, if that makes sense. There, there was mm-hmm. landscape, and you could kind of play with dynamics of like, okay, I'm up high now, I'm down low, looking up, and you can kind of screw around with that stuff. There was like, I took a cool shot of of an obelisk in the uh, the woods with the moon behind it, which I thought was kind of cool. But w- you can explore the whole island in like 
five minutes, something like that. You can find everything there is to sort of take a good picture of around then. Like my thing was, I just wanted there to be more going on, like things I could take pictures of, um, like quests to do or daily things. Mm -hmm. Like I really respect the idea of creating a game like this about this sort of thing, but um, there's, there wasn't enough there for me to really like hold on to what was going on. So uh, while I um, really like this idea a lot, this actual game for me didn't really like hit as much as I was hoping it would, if that makes sense. You say you could jump into the boat and go to a different island, right? Alex, you could jump into the boat and go to a different island. You knew that, right? No, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? You could jump into the boat and you just go to a different island. That's cool. I didn't know that. They have thousands oh, yeah, and should... thousands of islands. Well, I, I, but I, I, I would quit out and then open up a new island, oh, that's and funny. then yeah. it would just be in. The, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, it's that, that experience, sure. that experience, yeah. like, what, what? Oh, you almost got me. But <laughs> <laughs> I would love that if I was like, if you're like, oh, and then you get going with the quest. And, yeah, uh, you didn't get the camera. The 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 camera came. You're dragging you know, you, <laughs> Yeah. You didn't find out that you were in a futuristic uh, hellscape where you. Uh... Yeah, the, the more times you take a picture, the closer, like it, it's it's it imprisons one of the members of the camera kingdom. Well, but but that's so that, that's my biggest complaint is like I am so into games like this that are just meditations and like for being like calm and chill and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't have that response to this game, which is again like weird and rare for me. That's to, really like, not funny. To not do that because yeah. I think I we're like slowly maybe shifting in terms of like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what we like. Whereas I probably in the past would have been like, what the fuck is this? What is going on here? And now I'm like, okay, <laughs> I get this. I like this. I want to take a nice little bath uh-huh. and I want to like, walk around on these like colorful colorful islands and then you know snap little pics uh yeah the the photography aspect was like a meme seriously (laughs) we're gonna the photography was cool like the fact that you could do the blurs and stuff like that and that's kind of what i mean it's like i wish there was like a little frog you know or a fox (laughs) or you know i i know it's not fair to want more from a game like this and maybe like this is like one developer working on it and it's going to keep on going forward as the base for like a game i'm like so here for this i love it so much but like as it stands i'm just like "Mm, i don't know i I was so ready for it you know and uh was just kind of let down that should we get to final thoughts uh yeah i think this game is fucking sick and you should play it uh Even though because, you really like it. <laughs> yeah, because games like this don't exist, and we need to support them. And uh, I, I want this person to keep going on their journey because there's so much potential for something really, really cool here. So I'm a definite play. Mm-hmm. Ali, how about you? Yeah, uh, I am a definite play as well. I, I, I and, and it's like I was very quickly won over by a type of game that I <laughs> that type of game that I don't usually play and not interested. In. And actually, one of the things you pointed out, Alex, that it was frustrating to you about like how minimally different the islands are and how like limited was like part as soon as like i had a camera in my hands in that i was like okay well this is a challenge this is part of it like (laughs) i i i feel like okay like can i you know like it was it was very meditative like imagine being told to like your hobby is to take a picture of the same garden and just try (laughs) to take different nice pictures of it and there's nothing else to do and like i i i really began to appreciate the value of that and it was like you know like the click is nice, the water's nice. You hear the breeze. It was lovely. It, it like like 
one of the only things you can do that like really makes you feel like you're not just staring at a screen. Like I felt <laughs> that the sort of like, you know, while still staring at a screen, because God knows going outside and actually taking pictures is a nightmare. <laughs> so like play, play for me. Yeah, I'm also playing this one. It's pretty. And uh and I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to expand my palette a little bit more to to enjoy these sort of walking simulator games where, you know, or this sort of idea of a game that is not um objective focused in the same way it's kind of Mm -hmm. meditative uh allows for you know it it kind of expands yeah as somebody who plays video games compulsively and and, you know also as a way to uh kind of like you know avoid stress like as a sort of stress coping mechanism but then i also play games that like create stress in myself right and find myself in these weird loops of being like well i can't relax because the thing that i use to relax causes me stress you know like (laughs) i really like the idea of this game and i I want uh, a a better type of um machine to run something like it so i'm a play on this one hell yeah so we're hey that's triple play despite Mm -hmm. my i think you guys had the right angle on this and had the right (laughs) response all right we got one last game this week that was space mayhem by chronic vagrant a 2d action arcade bullet hell endless fast-paced retro score attack space top-down shooter space mayhem is an addicting little arcade shooter that's great for eating away your boredom climb up the leaderboards as you collect money power-ups and unlock new ships inspired by classic modern arcade games it's easy to pick up and play but will reward you if you put in the time and learn the game it features numerous power-ups to use enemies to blow up and ships to fly yeah it's uh asteroids right it's asteroids but like <laughs> with you know more colors and other ships mm-hmm. and stuff uh and that's that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah no my, my 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 reaction immediately was like okay sure <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. well like, and here's the thing we've talked about this uh, we, we've encountered i think a number of arcade games and this is what's like not fair about my review of cube uh rampage is i'm like what i want all the time is for people to bring new things and try new stuff and take risks and do all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. but then i play space man i'm like this is fucking fun it's i'm having fun. a great ass time it's yeah. so fun yeah it's fun <laughs> I, I, and it's so funny because i was like i was sitting here and i was like i I need to describe why this is fun versus why other types of games that we've played that are kind of like asteroids mm-hmm. are not fun. And mm-hmm. I, it might just be like colors, <laughs> like colors. The, and like, the, you know, the like pixel art in this is yeah. really nice. And like the, the pixel art is good. The like, you know, the, it, and it's, it's very, uh, juiced i guess you know like when you when you hit things they blow up and it does it's not like the it's not like too hard and then it builds to being kind of too yeah. hard um but it's not yeah, too and, and things, yeah yeah and, and things blow up nicely like yeah. it's not yeah, equivalent yeah. like if i take something down bigger there's a few different like it's like okay cool yeah. like that they're satisfying and, and like some of the basic things like how do you judge an asteroids game? Is it zoomed in and out enough? <laughs> like it was like it was zoomed out just enough. It was like I, I like the fact that you get damage if you hit the walls. Yeah. I actually don't mm-hmm. like the I actually don't like the like you come out the other side effect mm-hmm. that some places have because I just 
it doesn't jive with the reality of everything else happening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this one also does like it's like spaceships are coming in from over there, but if you try to go over there, like you're gonna hit a wall. Uh, yeah. But the, yeah, the containedness of it is also fun. I I, I actually we played um, Switch and Shoot a while ago, and I I, and yeah, I, I played told it as Ali well. to play it because I was like, this game is fun. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like that's that level of like you know kind of like i don't know what yeah it's so funny right because like we've now played a number of these games some of them are very fun and some of them are kind of just like duds right and it's i don't know i don't know like i the more we so with this yeah one of the things that this thing does really well too is it uh gives you power-ups often Mm. so you're getting Mm -hmm. power-ups basically like every 30 seconds to a minute something like that so when you get the power-up you should use it. You're not hoarding anything. Yeah. It's like yeah. really encourages you to like, just go fucking super Saiyan on some folks as much as you possibly want to. So you, you it, it creates this feeling of like, Oh, cool. Like I'm just supposed to move through this quickly and fuck shit up as much as possible. And I don't have to worry about scarcity. I'm just focused on like, you know, blowing stuff up as much. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's my expression of this game. That's how I express yeah. myself in this game. And the and the weapons are fun. Like yeah, you get, you so get all fun. you get you get all the ones you want. You want the heat seeker. You got like the electrical one that blows up things nearby, mm-hmm. and you have the multiple. And you have the laser swords and, where you just yeah. sort of whip them around. Orbit the and like just... little orbiting orbs. One is called Bust yeah. Hose, which I liked a lot. That was like <laughs> yeah, the, bust the hose. triple shot. It's called Bust Hose. This <laughs> <It just> goes. <laughs> The flamethrower? Did you guys get the flamethrower one? Yeah, flamethrower and laser sword were maybe my favorites. The one basically <laughs> just like I just like I'm just gonna fire this and whip it around and everything in my <laughs> ah, just like um yeah, yeah it, it's so funny though because it, it really is this thing of like you're totally right, Eric. Like what makes this better? But uh, then like other things we played, and it is simply better. It's like they have iterated on the asteroids idea in a really satisfying fun way you know in a way where it's like cool i had a good time playing it you know i if people are into this thing i would recommend it like versus uh, other games where i'm like they took a big chunk but it's not fun so i don't like it it's like those other games are much more brave for creating trying to create something new and put out in the world then maybe like a space mayhem is for like ideating on this thing. Yeah. But like, this is so much more fun than those other <laughs> games. Like it doesn't matter. This person mm-hmm. rounded off the edges in a really nice way. And it's, it's yeah. great. Like um, the only thing I wish they, they had was levels. Like I wish, I wish at some point you sort of like, who and like you've made it and you and you know, you keep adding to your score it's all continuous and stuff like that but just some points like they clear then like, like you you, yeah, you can sort yeah. of launch back in did you and, um did you yeah. get the did you get any new ships did you buy any of them yes that was actually the thing that hooked me on yeah, the game I, had, I, was like, okay, that earlier, is... I was like oh this guy's gonna like buying the new ship <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 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 no no because i was like okay i get this all right i was like almost putting it down but then i realized like after five minutes of play that i had enough to buy a new ship <laughs> like the next one up and i was like okay well now i'm gonna play this until i have enough money to buy the most expensive ship right away <laughs> and so like i went through and like i have i have all the ships and i will say the, the the I will say the problem though is like uh the more expensive ships aren't necessarily better I would say that like oh. um, like health sometimes goes up a little bit but like basic speed because your 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 
automatically moving around basically yeah. and like that ratchets up and i don't want that to ratchet <laughs> yeah, up i want to actually you want like almost yeah. the ability to slow down and stop and stuff. yeah and you sort of have that with the you back do arrow. yeah yeah mm. um and yeah stop? not that i ever used it right yeah, not stop. <laughs> yeah. i don't know about yeah. stop did you guys play with a keyboard or with a controller i was keyboard, keyboard yeah so I was playing the keyboard and I was in okay time and I was like, okay. And then I used my controller and boy, is this game fucking fun with a controller. So I, <laughs> I would recommend going back. If you've got access to a controller and playing it with that, or if you're listening and you're like going to play this, just use the controller in general. It's so much more fun and satisfying than playing with the keyboard. Uh, final, should we final thoughts this one? Yeah. Ali, why don't we start with you for final thoughts? All right. So here, here's the thing. It is it is a, a a play, but but it, here's what I'll say: it's it was almost a pass because I feel like in my own personal life, I probably won't fire this up again, mostly because I play these games in a browser at work mm-hmm. when I shouldn't be, <laughs> and this is not available. Like like it, like it's just not available in a place where I personally would play it again. Like I need this to be something that I do. Uh, almost when I'm not present, where I'm just like, <laughs> I just have a hard email to write with work, and I am like, all of a sudden, on this page again, like <laughs> playing this game, and I'm just not going to think about anything except like, when do I deploy the bomb that I have? And, and like, if so, like, in my so, I would say, like, yeah, if you the people who are playing this, so figure out a way to play this at work and have it like just be really easy to click on and fire up and then it's a play yeah that's what it would need to be a real real play for me so it is a play it is that but like i don't know if i'm revisiting it because yeah sure yeah i i'm probably i'm I'm probably also not gonna revisit it um but it is also a play that did a really good fun job yeah i mean i think that that's like it adds to like the nuance of the passer play right like this is a fun game super fun it's a play you should check it out but it's not going it's not revolutionary it's not really going to blow your mind it doesn't um it doesn't give you yeah it doesn't give you something um more in addition to it being like a fun kind of asteroidy you know fly around and shoot them up it, it'll you know spend a few hours of your life playing space in him and uh and, and you'll probably get as much out of it as you're gonna get out of it um but you know that's not bad play mm-hmm. play yeah how about you Alex? yeah you know i sitting here thinking about this i went to this uh episode being like this was my favorite game i played this week <laughs> but thinking about it now i am just sort of like a little bummed out that i feel that way you know what i mean like this is cool but it's like compared to like cute rampage not... and, and shatterstroke yeah, I mean, sh- those are both games that are trying to do something really different and interesting, you know, and he, the the problem with Cube Rampage specifically was just like, oh, this is cool and different and interesting, but it's not fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, compared to some of the other games we played, Eric, where maybe I felt that way, like the I'm thinking specifically the the gun mechanics one. Oh, God. Yeah. That the, the gun mechanics one, it became fun as you got better at it and you kept on going. And it was an iteration on like a version of a shooting game that I hadn't seen before that I thought was cool. Like, Nightmares. what if there was like a, I, like, I a realistic loading of, mechanism? Cannot think of something I would ever want, like want to do less than 
this like but deconstruction of the first person shooter. specifically specifically like that to me is really interesting and cool and mm. uh, because even if it's not fun it's something new that's getting brought to the table compared with cube rampage which is not fun but those games are all that the only condition for that game is that it needs to be fun you know what i mean right yeah um, and mm-hmm. so with this, it's like, well, this is like fun, but it doesn't really like scratch any sort of itch for me in any other kind of way, um, short of just being like a well-made version of this other thing. So if you like this kind of thing, if, if you like to play games like this that are sort of like mindless and fun, I would say check it out. But like, I guess I'm a pass on it, to be totally honest, which is not fair to Space Mayhem because you did a really good job. But I'm just trying to uh, kind of figure out exactly what i want out of oh my god you and i are just absolutely switching sides where i'm now like i'm trying to be a little bit more accepting Uh, you know this is a this is a fun game but yeah you're right i mean like it i don't i don't think that that's a an unfair opinion it's you when if you set out to make something that is like you know kind of a fun poppy version of of um, the same game that's been made a million times uh you know you succeeded in a very good way. Mm-hmm. And maybe you even made a better version of the original Asteroids, which, hey, that's saying something, man. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Oh, my oh, God. Man. That's the end of the freaking episode. Uh, uh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, is there a way for people to find you? What What kind of how how can we help? Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, oh, actually, you know what? That That's what I'll plug. Uh, all right bundle buddies this uh and, and bundle buddy pals uh, the listeners i don't know what your term for them is uh you know what you know what people do so on, i'm on twitter at ollie's account <laughs> uh, um and uh but uh this fall we're going to be pushing a bill that members of the public can go on to the illinois general assembly website uh, to, to say that they want to see passed uh, a bill that would allow uh, a bunch of offenses that currently would send uh, young adults straight to prison to allow them to be probationable, like basically remove the mandatory minimums. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. So uh, that's coming up. Uh, we don't have a bill number yet because the General Assembly thing, but like, you know what I'll do once, once that bill number exists, uh, I, I will just... I will tweet about it, and maybe the Bundle Buddies official Twitter account. Yeah, will will send a tweet out uh, signal boosting it. Absolutely. I think there's a pretty good chance of that happening. <laughs> yeah, with, 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 it'll, it'll be with a little link about where people can sort of like submit their little uh, thing in favor of it. That's so we'll take a there. Uh, we'll take a break from tweeting about farts and poop. And <laughs> plug this incredibly important uh, cause. <laughs> yeah, uh, if if there's anything that like. I don't know what my expertise is to get me onto this web <laughs> to this podcast related to video games, uh, but I, I suppose it's like the underlying itch.io cause. Yes, yeah, um, absolutely. Cause. So, I, I so there we are. <laughs> so. Oh, folks, what do you say? Uh, when we tell you it's going to be good. We freaking mean it. Alex, I think that we're getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, our guests next week are Eric Blood and Joe Garber. Uh, they are returning guests. Wow. Uh, former neighbors of mine and two outstanding artists, uh, auditory and illustrative in their own right. Um, also, uh, having them on, we realized it's like, oh, wow, we had you guys on like a year ago. Eric, we totally blew by the one year anniversary of Bundle Buddies. Is that true? 
Yeah, it was. It came out the 19th of July. That was our, the first time we recorded an episode. Really? Yeah. Alex. I know. Can you believe it? A whole dang year of this thing. I really can't. It's um, this is this has been a, a, a year that has truly warped my sense of time. I know. Mine, too. <laughs> Uh, well, happy anniversary. Uh, the games are Orion Trail by Shell Games, a sci-fi comedy management pixel art adventure interactive fiction game. Cotrio by Balek, an atmospheric, casual, colorful, fantasy, minimalist, relaxing puzzle game. And Lena's Inception by Bitten Studio, a 2D action adventure procedurally generated retro roguelike top down. Um, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review there, please. And track us down on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. Oh, Alex, I love you. I love you. Oh, thank Thanks. you, too. Please. Can I get it? Can I get it? Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Honnett and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hi.